I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. I'm here today with Peter Van Hoff Wiegen, Harry Lemons, and Thomas Van Reitenbeek. This episode will center around Ite Vitae, an organization in the Netherlands that trains young people with a distance to the labor market, such as fitting the autism profile or other neurodiversities, to become information and communication technology professionals. To learn more about Ite Vitae, you can visit their website at itvitae.nl. Welcome, Peter, Harry, and Thomas. Thank you so much for the three of you coming onto the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. My and our pleasure. There are three of you and one of me, so I'm going to do my best to direct the conversation to each of you and uh, to keep things clear for listeners. But I think it's going to be a really fun conversation. I'm excited to have it with the three of you. And I think to start off our conversation, it would be great to have each of you introduce yourself so that our, our listeners can understand who you are, your relationship to Ite Vite, and then we can go in order of how I just introduced you now. So starting with Peter, then Harry, and then Thomas. So first, Peter, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you started Ite Vite, which I'm pronouncing it correctly, I believe. It's an, an amalgam of information technology and curriculum Vite. Yes, that is correct. Yes. Uh, and it rhymes in Dutch, Ite Vite. My name is Peter, and I have a son who uh, dropped out of school. I'm one of the co-founders, and uh, the fact that my son dropped out was really the thing that triggered me. What is happening here? Is there something which happens to other people, to other youngsters? And basically, that was the starting point from uh, from ETV Day. Excellent. And so, Harry, how about you? Why did you become a part of the Itevite leadership team and get involved with Peter and his, you know, co-founders. I knew one of the founders, the other founder, Franz to be very well. I've known him for a number of years. And we met and he said he was busy setting up a foundation, but also a company, social enterprise, with the aforementioned group. And I said, oh, wow, that seems wonderful. And at that point in my life, I said, now it's time for me to do something also for others and uh, for people who don't have the chances I had. So uh, that's why I joined up right in the beginning. Awesome. And then Thomas, how did you get involved with Ite Vite? Uh, yeah, that's a, uh, quite a long story. But <laughs> to summarize, I was, uh, for a while, I was, uh, I was ill and uh, I was recovering and I found it a tip or someone came to me with with the tip to take a look at Ite Vite where they they were starting up and they were looking for uh, for students and so I I joined up as a, as a student then. Wonderful so Peter I'd love to know more about Ite Vite as an organization and you know your mission and um, if you are willing to share any further on co-founding it with your other founders and, and everything that went into that. Yes, uh, I'd love to. Well, because I'm, I'm the father of a son who dropped out of school, that was the, for me the starting point. And Franz de B had a background in education and in IT, and we were very happy to have Hari with us in the beginning, uh, I think the second or third month because Hari has another background, which was very useful to us, also IT, but also as a psychologist. I have a background in the labor market, so I had some knowledge 
how the labor market works. And the idea was that we pick up dropouts from school and that amount in Holland, and I'm pretty sure that's the same in the United States, is enormous. There are thousands of youngsters who drop out of the education system because it doesn't, they don't fit in, not because of their intelligence, but because a lot of them and all of them at Itevite are extremely bright, but the way education is organized does not fit. So we had this basic idea, which was extremely simple. If we could educate them on IT, because a lot of people in the well, in, the, in this case, the autistic spectrum, or as we call it, an autistic profile, which is m much more uh, nice to, to mention that it's a profile and not a spectrum, because that has something to do with a disorder. And it is not a disorder as we see it. It's, it's actually a talent, but it's a different way the brains are wired. So if we can educate them on IT, cybersecurity, software development, data analytics, data engineering, then we could bring them to the labor market because there is an enormous demand uh, in the labor market and we can make them fit for the labor market. That is basically the idea. And then we ask the labor market for a fee so we can finance the education, which is pretty expensive, I can tell you. So that is the basic idea. It's a very simple idea and it worked. It worked from the beginning. The youngsters were bright, they were eager to work, and companies are looking for good, talented tech people. So that's what we're still doing after 10 years. Yeah, that's incredible. And congratulations on 10 years. And um, you're certainly right. As far as number of unfilled specific cybersecurity jobs, worldwide, uh, we at Cybersecurity Ventures found that that grew 350% between 2013 and, and 2021 from 1 million to 3.5 million. I guess with that, my next question is for you, Thomas, because I'd like to learn more from you, especially as someone who went through the Ite Vite program, but learn more from you about what the job market looks like for those who are a part of the autistic profile or other neurodiversities and how Ite Vite helps. So the most difficult parts of getting a job with Autism must be the solicitation or like the the first interview, the interview, like the conversations, like networking with people. So all all social stuff is difficult. And what Itevite has, it's network of companies, but also what what is needed is more of a a way to guide a person with with autism and to uh, bring it's talents forward. You behave in a certain way, and that is difficult for other people to uh, to handle. So what what Itivite also does is uh, uh, they they have coaching. So they also have conversation with with the company in in which they explain how to best make yeah sort of to bring the talents forward. One of the things uh, which is very important to know is that we don't take the average route through HR or whatever. Our contacts are the people that actually do the hiring, so they're the managers. And communication with IT managers is a lot easier than talking to HR people. 
because they know what they want and they understand the language we speak and what we can deliver as, as talent. So we kind of cut out the bits that have to do with the rather difficult communications, et cetera, et cetera, and we can cut, to cut the chase and go straight to the core. And that seems to work very well for both parties, actually. Yeah, so, so basically the question was more for Ite Vite meant, I, I think, because uh, my experience with, with the job market is not very uh, there because I, I did my college and then uh, I, I, I became ill. It's my understanding also that people who fit the autistic profile, they, they also can have lapses in employment, you know, periods where you aren't employed. And that's also something that can be challenging with employers and get in the way of employment. Is that accurate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to take a deviant route other than the, the, the ones that people usually take. Right. And that probably makes sense where you're talking, yeah. Harry, about how you, you work directly with the hiring managers, because I, as someone who's been a hiring manager, and this is no disrespect to anyone listening who's in human resources, but it can be quite challenging to find the people that you want because job postings can have so many specifics that they aren't all necessary at the end of the day. If someone can get the job done but not fit that description, that's better than somebody that can fit that description but perhaps not get the job done as well. And so Exactly. Yeah. Point. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. My next question was for you, Peter, and you know, anyone else can add on, of course, but what benefits do you believe people who are with you know within the autistic profile? And, and other neurodiversities, what benefits do you think they bring to the table? And everyone has mentioned talents, but with, within the tech industry that you wish more employers were aware of. If, if I could pass on this question yes. to Harry. Yes, no problem at all. Yeah, yeah, Harry, sure, please step in. Yeah, to clarify my role, um, I was responsible for the selection of the candidates. So the thing is with uh, what we what we did with the companies, a lot of companies, especially in the beginning, we gave workshops to kind of tell people, what are we dealing with? Because there's such a, a strange image of people with autism or with an autism profile. They have all kinds of images. And what we did in the beginning is try to set that straight, indicating, yes, there are definitely benefits, uh, very many, but there are some drawbacks. And uh, we will help you as a company with those drawbacks. So um the benefits are, are a lot of them. First of all, I think you could say that the people we work with are very loyal. Besides being very smart, extremely smart, they're very loyal. But they, the way they think, they think differently. And that could be, in many cases, a bonus. Because if we keep doing the things we do in the usual way, we won't get very far. It needs these different kind of frameworks to actually make next steps within the company. Companies seem to realize that now and seem to realize that more and more, that we need to have neurodiverse people to help us you know, carry on and, and, and uh, develop. And we've seen that many a time with the companies we work with. They're very grateful that we have these people and can deliver these people and coach these people and the companies once they're working there. So, yeah, benefits, a lot of benefits. Uh, you may also ask what are the drawbacks. The drawbacks are obviously communication skills that are focused on communication. And they um, are prone to overstimulant in that sense that too much noise, too much light, whatever, can really distract them to a, to a point where they can't function anymore. 
And so if the companies are all aware of this, they can create places where they can, this group uh, really can work uh, proficiently. We have an, um, uh, we, we took, um, how do you say that, uh, a wink, a wink from the uh, Think Different campaign from Apple. Because if you look at the Think Different campaign, you see people like Alan Turing and God. <laughs> oh, no, essentially, it, the, the main figures in our history, if you look at those people that have really made a difference, they are usually people with a different profile. And um, many of them have an autism profile. Yes. And that's the innovation you see. It was um, Einstein I was looking for. And you see a lot of and Andy Warhol as well. You see a lot of people in that campaign, and they have an autistic profile, and that's so funny because they make a difference. That is the people who make the world change, and that is most of the people with an autistic profile are capable of making that change because they look at problems or they look at it and in a different way. They are differently wired. And that is why you see the innovation aspect with people with autism. I'm very happy to have Thomas here because maybe he could say something about his. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, what what I get comments uh, on from my coworkers is that I can often see see the small details of 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 stuff in uh, in in, for example, like a vulnerability assessment. Uh, that that other others miss, and also a bunch of cre creativity to to link vulnerabilities together, to uh, make the impact of the vulnerability bigger. So uh, and yeah, just that co combined with cre creativity makes for uh, good results. Yeah, absolutely. And I in the. ProPublica article that I read that surrounded all of you and Ite Vite, I know that there was an example with the Dutch police, I believe the Dutch national police of like footage of camera footage of a, of a robbery or something, or, or maybe it was a, an actual murder. And those who fit the autism profile were able to see things that people who didn't weren't able to see um, and, and able to focus longer on things like that, that might be too laborious for, for those who are not a part of the, the profile. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. It's called uh, hyperfocus. Okay. And that's uh, especially fun with vulnerability assessment. Then I'm really focused on uh, on finding stuff, and then I I get energy out of it. So a lot of motivation then. So uh, that that uh, that works great. One of the things you're very good at uh, at is is the pattern recognition. I think this is one of the special traits you and, and your people have is that they are they're able to, to identify patterns which we as regular people uh, would not see per se. And I know a lot of companies, the police, for example, but other companies make a lot of use of this wonderful trait. And Thomas, you mentioned your job. And, and I guess what I would love to talk to you about further about what it is that interests you about cybersecurity and um, your your job at, at Northwave and how that experience has been. One of the the deeper issues I have with vulnerability, uh, with, with uh, security, is like when you have an, uh, an, an argument with, with 
with someone else, then it's difficult for me because co co communication is difficult. But when I do like an, uh, like a, a test or, so, or like a vulnerability assessment, then I, I can just, uh, create proof for like this, this is what, what's really happening and just win my arguments. That is one of the deeper issues I, I, I find, sh sh yeah, it's, it's satisfying. Yeah. And also have, have a voice, but also like, uh, being right. That is, that is one of the, the things, but also like helping companies, but also people or like with, with software. Yeah. Just, just have you using it for, for using my skill set for, for, for something good. That, that is also nice. I, uh, read that you also are the DJ at Northwave now. Is that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that, uh, uh, what I always had is, a. Uh, uh, a passion for for music and i i uh like to uh, share my my music how how however weird it is but it's it's also a way of co communicating for me i i found out during a team a team party basically i i uh, worked up the courage to bring all my weird music and play it, uh, for, for my team. And then, uh, more, more people showed up and it was a, a, a success. So now we have every two weeks, we have like a small gathering and then I, I do the music. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. That sounds really fun. Peter, you mentioned Alan Turing and Einstein and, and Harry, my, this question was directed to you initially. So, um, I guess I will continue to direct it at you, but can you tell us about how you recruit students for Ite Vite and I get, and what that process is like, and maybe you could even, if you want, give an example of how you found Thomas. Yeah. Well, actually Thomas was one of the first in what we call the first group, group 11, the first group. And he was on board just before I came. So, but I can tell you about the onboarding process, actually the selection, how, how do people even know about ETPT is through word of mouth and we do it through the communities. We do it through, um, the municipality has also social work and a lot of people help there. And in, in the meantime, we are easy to find if you do a search on Google, you'll find us right on top somewhere if you do autism and ICT. But in the beginning, it was, uh, we had to develop everything from scratch because there was nothing. There's no blueprint how to set up the foundation or the uh, secondment environment. We had to develop it from scratch. So um, the selection process was a bit of a gut feeling in the beginning, but one of the main things to actually we had, we had a few uh, arguments. If you wanted to come on board and want to follow a course, you need to be motivated. You need to have some kind of ICT inclinement or, uh, or have experience with ICT. Those were the most important things. But also, you had to be stable, meaning that you should be able to do the course, which took approximately, on average, about a half year to a year. And you should be able to find, through our help, work. So you should be stable enough to, to work. So 
those are the criteria we kind of used in the beginning. And as we went on, we kind of refined them, obviously. But in, this, in essence, they're still the same now at this point. So stableness, ICT employment or experience, and you need to be motivated. You really want to do this. And this is, uh, that last one is, is extremely important. But uh, if I can say something about that as well, because I've been with tens, maybe a, more than a hundred conversations with Harry, and it is amazing the contact he makes with these youngsters. They come with us, they have a very low self-esteem, they have no clue how intelligent they are. Sometimes they are with an IQ of 130 or more, and they think they are dumb. They didn't finish their school, they were not understood, and then there's this conversation of hope. Then they come with Harry. One of the first things Harry asked was, so tell me, what is your operating system at home? And their eyes open. You see life in their eyes. And they say, my God, there is something who talks about the world that I'm interested in, my operating system, what, what the things I do at home. And that was the same with Thomas. He was not understood. If I mean, talking for Thomas, he's yeah. sitting next to me. But he was not understood for years by people who trying to, to bring him to the labor market because people didn't understand Thomas. And then you have a conversation with Harry. He makes contact. He is interested in the tech skills of the person. He's not asking, what are, what are your plans in five years from now? Because that person has no idea. And that the warmth and the conversations of hope here at Itevite which Harry started, they are so wonderful. They're so beautiful. They make you want to cry, really, um, because there are so many people out there not understood, like Thomas, who was not understood. And that is what we try to see. We try to see the person and try to see the technical skills and their interests and their hobbies. We're much more interested in their hobbies than in their education. It, it, it basically is... is... It's like this. A lot, lot, lot of people are are checked out on society in in that way. So they they are str struggling in every way, and then you go in a sort of su survival mode, and then something comes up like Itevite, who 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 tries to speak the same language as 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 you do, and then you feel hurt, hurt, uh, but also you gain confidence. It's, it's like a, a small light at the end of the tunnel. And then you can walk to it by by basically studying and working hard. So that's one of my motivations to to basically show, show other people there so there's a way out of that, that mindset. It's, it's, it's what Peter said. Thank you very much, Peter. The young people that come here and they have their first interview with me, they are used to people in white coats. Let's just generalize that they're people in white coats. They do not speak the language. That, and a lot of them I had to break open uh, by just talking technical with them. So they understood there's, there's someone in front of me that is that speaks my language, as Peter said. But nearly everyone around this person could not understand him. And if that was from social work or that was from um, psychiatry or whatever, they couldn't understand him. So your self-worth falls completely as, as, as Thomas just said, you, you, you know, everything about him is negative and you come here and we start positive. Oh, you really use that? Wow, that's interesting. Why did you choose that? 
Why did you choose a, a, a BSD as an operating system? And what did you do? Oh, you really used Arch Linux. Wow. And you see these people grow just in the first conversation and gain just that little spark of confidence they need to go out. My work is um, more on the aggressive side, if I can tell, because I want these people to work. They need to work because that is the last bit we do because if you have real meaning in your life and you get paid for what you do, you know, I think that Thomas can um, confirm this. That is your last growth. You need that. You need to have the acknowledgement that people are willing to pay for your talent. And that is so wonderful. If we, if we have a barbecue every year and the last time there were uh, almost 200 students and former students and you see how their lives have been changed. That is the biggest reward for Harry and for me and for all the other uh, 30 uh, people who are working now for, for Itivite. And, and that is what I need to do. I need to go to the companies and I, I need to tell them, don't look at their curriculum vitae, you know, Itivite, but don't look at their curriculum vitae because there are gaps. People might be 32 years and have no working experience at all, but still do me a favor, do yourself a favor and invite this person for an interview. And in that sense, when Pim Takenberg, who is the um, director of uh, Northwave and a big friend of Itivite, because Northwave is the, also the company that educates our people on cybersecurity. So when Pim Takenberg came to Itivite in, I think it was 2015 or so, I spoke to him and Thomas was here. I knew that Thomas was here and I, I told Pim, do me a favor and talk to Thomas because he is exceptional. And, and thank God, Pim is a kind of person who is interested in this. So he went, had a conversation with Thomas and he had this idea that he might be special, but he wasn't sure. So he gave him an assessment. And when he saw the result of the assessment from Thomas, Pim was blown away. He was blown away how incredible, uh, it was a hundred percent score on the uh, on the assessment Thomas did. Thomas will, might not tell you this uh, himself, so that's why I do it for <laughs> He was exceptional. And now Thomas is the best web application pen tester of Northway. I was told by Pim, so I'm pretty sure that is true. And they are so happy to have Thomas on board. And that is the reason why there are three more st ex students from Itavita working at Northway because of Thomas. So, so that is how it works. You, you start with one person and it was the same with the police, with team high tech crime. One person entered, then they see the exceptional talent of this person who was an open source intelligence um, specialist, one of the best of the police, I, I can tell. And because of this person, and that is in the book of, um, of Rene Dudley and, uh, and Daniel Golden, because the article you mentioned is a spin-off from the, from the book they wrote, the ransomware hunting team. Yes. I interviewed them. And, yeah. No, good. And Mark is the, uh, open source intelligence, uh, who was a student from Itivite, but because of Mark, there are now 21. Uh, former students of ETA working at the police. So that is, you know, that is how it works mm. with one, with Thomas, actually, basically. Excellent. And so 
Peter, you, you mentioned going to organizations and, you know, be having to be aggressive, the, the word that you used. and Well, sometimes that to be aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> well, persuasive. Then persuasive. persuasive. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't view aggressive negatively, so don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, Not I, if I do it for, for youngsters as right, Thomas. yeah. So I guess what has the reception been from organization? I mean, you just mentioned two great examples, but I also, I think I saw that Deloitte has hired perhaps uh, Deloitte Netherlands or, or what have you has, has hired some former Ite Vitae students. But what has the reception been like from organizations um, throughout the process? Well, they are astonished, I can tell. And, and we, of course, um, we have more than 80 students a year. So, and, and they are all vulnerable and have a low self-esteem and have no idea how, how wonderful and how talented they are when they come into Itevite. Harry is the person who tries to see the talent. He has a conversation for an hour. We have an, an assessment for three hours, which is basically intelligence and, and other things that we test. So we have a basic idea of the talent of the person, but still we are amazed when they come into the program and after a year when they finished, how they grow. Then it's my privilege to bring them to the labor market. And you always hope that your first person will make the impression that Thomas made at Northwave and Mark made at Team Hightech Crime because they opened doors. Then they see the talent. And even because Mark was around 40 when he finished uh, the course at Itivite. But you still have to work 25 years. So um, if you're 40 or 30 or 16, the youngest student is 16 years old, they make a difference and they help me to open the doors and to bring others. The first is always the most difficult, especially in 2014, 13, when we started. And I mentioned autism and on the other line, People said, oh, yes, I know about autism. I've seen Rain Man. And we said, Rain Man has nothing to do with what we're doing. Rain Man is a savant. It's, it's also autist, autism, but it's something different. I had to talk for length to uh, companies to persuade them to have an interview. And when there was an interview, they understand what we are doing. Then they see the person and they see their talent then they give them an opportunity and then the doors go wide open. And for me, it's then it's a walk in the park. But to the first one is always different. The funny thing is in the years that we've been doing this, we've been noticing a very large shift towards the acceptancy of neurodiversity. When we started, it was, as Peter just said, absolutely zero. It was based on Rain Man and those kind of, and Forrest Gump and things like that. So that was their image. But through the years, and it was around 2017, uh, neurodiversity became more and more in view and accepted. It's, it's still in the process. And I think, and uh, I'm pretty sure we made, uh, we did help in that process, having people understand and have companies understand, yes, not everyone uses Windows. No, we use, uh, we use Apple II and we use Linux. They all serve a specific purpose. And once they understood that concept of operating systems, they understood that Yes, we don't all want people that's, that think the same way. We need people that think differently, as Peter uh, mentioned just a few minutes ago. So um, 
once they understand it, so the acceptance has has grown and and life has become a bit easier for us. In the beginning years were very tough, yes. Yeah, I'm sure. And you know, you start you mentioned that Ite Vite is ten years old, so that means that people were referencing movies from 1988, ten years ago, as a reference, which is not <laughs> very good. Or like you know, I guess you could say 94 for Forrest Gump, but still not the century that we're in. Yeah. So yeah. that yeah, and, and so I'm glad that there's positive momentum. But um, as you said, Harry, I'm sure that we're not where we we need to be and where we want to be by any means. But at least we're better off than Rain Man. And so as far as the curriculum goes, I'm sure that could be its own episode on its own. But what does that look like? It's I'm sure it's different for everyone. But um, what does that process look like? The learning curriculum, you mean? Yes, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. What we did is we did not look at schools, how they did it, whatever. We looked at companies. What are your needs? Where is it hurting? And we did this in the areas which fit our profiles the best our candidates, the best. And that was cybersecurity, it was, it was testing, it was just uh, software testing. Uh, and that's where we started off with and later on uh, programming in various languages and ultimately data, data engineering and data science. But they all match the, the, the crucial uh, demand in the market. So based on the demand, we created the curriculum. And so it was very actual. And once the, the students had gone through the curriculum, they, they really fit in, really snug into the places where they, where they were expected. In contrast with the formal education, which, yeah, I'm not sure what it's like in the US, but here, they're years behind. Once they finish uh, the higher education or college in the ICT, they are literally years behind and have to have a big catch-up sessions and, and, and training to just to fit into the, the market as it is at the moment. We don't have that problem. That's also one of the reasons we didn't want to become a formal education. We needed the space and the room to create our curricula so they were actually perfect when, when the students had finished the course. We change data engineering and data science. We change the curriculum every year. We look at the market, how it works, what's happening in the cloud. In Holland, it, most of them is Azure. Uh, in the United States, it might be uh, AWS. AWS. Yeah. So we look what is happening, and then we change the curriculum each year a little. Next year, we go to do cloud engineering because there's a, a big demand in cloud engineering. And then we look what's the profile companies need that fits the profile of the students with the structured brains. So next year we're going to do cloud engineering as well, fourth um, class. So what we're doing is actually constantly looking at the horizon, what's happening, and, and we can see combinations of security and cloud and things like that. And you'll find security actually coming back in every course we give, either it's programming or data science, or whatever, security is one of the key components there. So, but we do look at the horizon. We're very forward-looking uh, where the curricula concerned. That's wonderful. And I think that agility in, in, in your ability to easily adjust courses based on what's happening in the world. I, I, I'm sure that's incredibly beneficial to your students. I think that would be beneficial to anyone as a quote unquote neurotypical person who went to American university. Um, my classes were far behind when I graduated. I didn't go for cybersecurity, but when I graduated, um, 
there was a big learning curve that was irritating, but I got through it, but it was, it was irritating. So to mitigate that in what you're doing, especially in disciplines as dynamic and ever changing as IT and cyber and data engineering is obviously the way to go. And that's why you're doing it, but it's not, I don't think that's typical. I don't think, I don't think larger institutions have the ability, you know, the the agility that, that you do to do that. So I think that's really special. And we hope that uh, now this, uh, with podcast and also with the ProPublica articles, we hope that Itivite concept is copied in the United States because we are, it's open source. We are very much willing to share everything we have. We have no intention of franchise uh, Itivite. We are happy that what we are doing in Holland, and if there's anybody listening out in, in the United States, and want to look at what we're doing, the person is more than welcome and copy everything we have. Wonderful. That's a really nice segue into the wrap-up for our episode together. So I guess as as we wrap up, I'd like to offer each of you the opportunity to share anything else that you would like to share that we didn't touch upon. I guess we can start with, with you, Harry, and um, you know, move on to Thomas and Peter from there. The only thing I would really love to share with uh, with people, uh, especially in America and other countries, is please try to stay open for this special group of people who have so much to give. Give them the chance. Don't use the uh, old way of looking at people and judging people, but try to be open and, and look at what they really can do, not what they can't do, but what they can do. Yeah, well, I, well my, my, my message is basically to... to Trust yourself. Don't 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 give up on on society, or don't ch- 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 check out. Basically, also uh, another message is if you look around in cybersecurity, there's a, a lot of people doing great things, and that that can also easily cause you to to study very hard, and then you have to be uh, mindful of uh, burnout stuff. Uh, and be, be, because we 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 can be sensitive to to stress and that and and that stuff basically try to avoid burnouts well what i would like to say is a more or less what harry says um if people ask me what is the key to success and if we want to hire somebody from itivite or any person with autism or another profile be curious look at the person don't think that you know something about autism because if you see one person with autism you have seen one person with autism. Uh, everybody's different, and that is very important. Stay curious. Excellent. Well, it was such a pleasure speaking with the three of you, and I loved learning more from each of you about Ite Vite. and I think your uh, final messages for our audience are fantastic, and I just can't say enough about what you're all doing. And I'm looking forward to hopefully more people picking up your story. And like you said, you're, you're open source. So hopefully um, other industries and um, institutions will look to you for the example of a, of a framework of how we can help the folks with autistic profiles get into the workforce because we need them. So thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you very, very much. I'm Hillary McClure. Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining me today were Peter Van Hoff Wiegen, Harry Lemons, and Thomas Van Rietenbeek. Ite Vite is an organization in the Netherlands that trains young people with a distance to the labor market, such as fitting the autism profile or other neurodiversities, to become information and communication technology professionals. 
To learn more about Ite Vitae, you can visit their website at itvitae.nl. And for more episodes like these, you can listen to all of our podcast episodes at cybercrime.radio.